What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Forensic Psychology is a podcast that provides an illuminating window into the workings of the criminal mind. Now, here's your host, Dr. Carlos. Welcome back, everybody. We're going to be looking at this. Well, looks to be a serial killer. Killer grandma hunted lookalikes amid murder spree. If you ever chatted with a stranger in a restaurant or a bar, you might rethink doing that, especially if you hear this story. They looked into a well-known killer to many of people in Southwest Florida and the women who could have been her next victims. There's something about beach towns that just makes it easy to strike up a conversation with somebody you don't know. And if you've ever been in Southwest Florida, a while you probably remember a convicted killer by the name of Lois Reese, R-I-E-S-S, chatting up at the bar with a woman who looked similar to her, a woman she would later murder. Looks can be deceiving, as some say. One lady said Lois was a super sweet, loving gal. She talked about her grandkids all the time, said Tess Coster, a Reese family friend. Coster knew Reese and her late husband from their tiny town in Minnesota. They actually came to our lake home a few years after we met and spent the weekend together. Reese was a nice gal. Coster never suspected it would be the kind to shoot and kill her husband. Then, get this, Rodrigue Reese drove 1,300 miles from Minnesota to Fort Myers Beach and looked up her old friend Tess Coster, who's a snowbird to the beach town. One day I'm out cleaning the garage and here pulls up on a Cadillac and I'll be darned. Our eyes met as I stepped forward to say, can I help you? And it was Lois. And I was just in shock. I think she was shocked too because she was quick, saying wrong house, wrong house, and got in her car and drove away. When she drove off, Coster decided to call 911. There's an APB out for Lois Reese from Blooming Prairie, Minnesota. Coster was recorded talking to dispatchers just she she got out of her car at my Florida house. It was only a block from Coster's home where Reese killed Pam Hutchinson, a vacationer she met at a bar. Lori Russell manages the resort where she was staying. Here's what the manager said. I walk in, the door was closed at this point, and I think, well, it's nine o'clock. Maybe they're sleeping and didn't hear me. Then I went to push it, and it went thud, and I thought, oh, that's not good. It was Hutchinson shot dead on the bathroom floor, and Lois became her. You see, Lois Reese stole her ID, her money, and put on her hat, and even drove the victim's car to another beach town, South Padre Island, Texas, to find her next look-alike, Bernadette Mathis, alone at a bar. She came in, says Mathis. She saw that I was sitting alone. Well, I guess we're both having dinner alone this evening, said Mathis, as told to Killers Amongst Us with Nancy Grace Show. She said that she just came back from Florida, that she was a widow. She was thinking about relocating. Guess that's how she ended up back at my house. Since I was going to show her around my area, we went in the hot tub. She had her bathing suit. She just brought a bathing suit and a little sun hat. So why not Bernadette Mathis? Why not kill her? Take her identity. 
Mathis thinks she got spooked by her home surveillance cameras. She really has to thank her lucky star she's still here, said Coster. That would have been her next victim. Coster agreed she was also lucky. Neither Coster nor Mathis saw Lois Reese in person again. Lois was finally caught and arrested in a bar smack dab in the middle of a group of women while she was on the prowl. How can such a nice person turn into such a monster, said Coster. Her pattern of searching for lookalikes to take on their identities ended there. She pleaded guilty to the 2018 murders of her husband and Pam Hutchinson. She's serving a life sentence. It's an odd story because it looks like what we have here is a development of a serial killer. She did plead guilty to killing these two individuals. Well, she might have been targeting other ones. More than likely, her ammo looks like it was going that way. She was known as the Fugitive Grandma. A serial killing grandma, maybe. I mean, she doesn't qualify because the definition doesn't fit. So they won't do that. They won't call her a serial killer, but it looked like she was heading in that direction, as I mentioned. But why did she kill her husband? In March 2018, her husband, Dave Reese, disappeared. He stopped showing up for work, and his friends hadn't heard from him, except for a few weird text messages. Dave is texting. He went to some fishing tournament, but nobody's seen him. People at the farm saw her pulling out of the driveway with the Cadillac Escalade that Dave should have had at the fishing tournament to pull his boat. No Dave. The Escalade disappeared, and so did Lois. The sergeant down in Minnesota said we had someone down here who was a potential suspect for a homicide up in Minnesota. The victim was Dave Reese and the suspect was Lois. See, she killed Dave in the bathroom of their home. She shot him with a handgun multiple times, leaving him to slowly bleed out. Eventually, Lois packed up and took as much money as she could and headed south. At the casino, she earned the name Losing Streak Lois. The killer grandma put her sight on Fort Myers Beach, in particular one of Coster's beach rentals. But little did Lois know, Coster was home and well aware of her friend had done. See, the issue here, what we have with her, is that she shot her husband and left him in the bathroom. She, she didn't hide him necessarily. Now, she did know that a lot of people thought he was on a trip. And by the way, folks, this is what I do in my other podcast, Inside the Criminal Mind, where we analyze serial killers. So this is an additional bonus for those who are listening to Crime Watch Daily. Again, I have another podcast, Inside the Criminal Mind, where we do a weekly check on serial killers. And this is just one of them right now, I think. I mean, she might not have ever been, but at least from her pattern, it looked like it. The other woman she killed is Pamela Hutchinson, a white blonde female who had traveled to the beach to help her friends spread ashes, had been killed in her snug harbor condo. The question is, why did she kill Pam? Probably for money, an opportunity again. Uh, Lois befriended Pam on the breach. They hit up bars and restaurants together. Uh, eerie surveillance footage shows them high-fiving at Smokin' Oyster Brewery. So she has this charm and this manipulation uh, aspect to her, which science sort of points me towards psychopathy here. Um, Remember, like psychopaths have no empathy. They're very charming, manipulative. Now, I don't know her history in regards to marriages and whatnot. I'm not sure if it's her first marriage. Uh, they don't tend to stay married for long periods of time. But women psychopaths are different, and not every psychopath is the same. Some can maintain a relationship. Um, but this is an interesting aspect of her personality. 
But it's also, remember, psychopathy is on a spectrum, so it could be on the lower end of psychopathy. Detectives believe Lois hunted Pam, looking for a woman who had even the slightest resemblance to her in an effort to steal her identity. Which, again, is a psychopath. They're very crafty. Uh, other videos show Pam invited Lois into her condo. Video footage pieces of their newly developed friendship. The two spotted talking about laughing and, and, and uh, discussing plans. Once Lois built Pam's trust, she shot her in the condo bathroom again with the same place, with the same gun she killed her husband. More surveillance video from the condo stairwell shows Lois the moments after the murder, crying and weeping, wiping away tears. Now, this would pull me back. This is not somebody who's a psychopath. She could be a sociopath, which is a little different. Um, I don't know in that case, because the, the crying and the emotion is something you really don't see. You can see a reaction like something horrible just happened, says the sergeant. Unfortunately, something did happen. She just committed a murder, her second. Quickly, though, those tears disappear. The now double murderer cleaned up and packed up, assuming Pam's identity, stealing her wallet, clothes, and drove off to Fort Myers Beach and headed north. Now, what you have here is a disorganized killer in the sense that she just kills these individuals and leaves them. There's no hiding or anything of that nature. Now, she does, again... Uh, the husband, she just probably thought everybody thought he was out of town. So maybe that one's a little bit iffy in regards to disorganized and organized killers. Remember, those are hybrids. There can be mixtures. But then, if you got to think about it this way, even though she did cry, when you see the video of her checking into another hotel, she was wearing Pam's stuff. Checking it with a smile, no remorse, there was no fear of being caught. And this time, Lois set her eyes on Texas, traveling through Louisiana and Alabama, ending up at a motel. There, she befriended another woman by the name of Beatrice. The two hung out a few times, drinking together in a bar. In newly released discovery documents, Beatrice told investigators she remembers blacking out after only having a drink, something extremely unusual for her. Lois even paid an extra night for Beatrice to stay at the motel so just they could spend more time together. But thankfully, Beatrice, losing streak Lois, lived up to her name and was caught at a restaurant the two had previously dined at. A waiter recognized the killer grandma from the nationwide manhunt. Lois was arrested for murder and investigators searched her motel for evidence finding the murder weapon. Now, when you look at it, when they found her in the motel room, they found a psychology self-help books kind of thing, says Sergeant. There were some handwritten notes in there about financial struggles they had and trying to be honest with herself, trying to communicate better with her husband, being accountable and responsible with her money. Now, the issue with that being responsible for money is another psychopathic trait. It's going to be very poor managing their money. They're very impulsive. So I'm going to lean here on the lower end of the psychopathy trail, maybe sociopathy, because sociopaths do have a, t a touch of um, empathy. So maybe that's what was the case. I don't know. Either way, they finally caught her, thankfully, before she killed any more people. That's it for now. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.